was not in this episode. That song was not in this episode. <laughs> Don't you tease. I would like to make an official announcement. Yes. Uh, I would like to take... I don't want this to be a Top Gun podcast anymore. Okay. I was worried. I want worried. this to be a Star Wars podcast again. Is that awesome. okay? Yeah, no, it's totally fine. That's it's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I think that to kick off being a Star Wars podcast again, that we should cover this new episode of Kenobi. I think it'd be an amazing idea. I concur. Yeah. I mean, and the good news is, is I did the homework on the new episode already. Just assuming you'd say yes. Oh, good, good. <laughs> so all okay. of, all the research I did on uh, the Joint Strike Fighter uh, and the ways that uh, pilots are trained in various scenarios, uh, it's all out the window. Good thing Dude, I also throw it away. Throw it away. I know. <laughs> Good thing I also watched part three of the limited engagement Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, thank God! All right, well, you know what? Let's get into it. Yeah, uh, Andy, is this the way? We are starting. Uh, I hope one. so. <laughs> nope, that's you're answering the questions already. <laughs> <laughs> but one of they did say I, the one, way. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait Andy, hold, this hold, is the hold on, hold on, hold on. The intro. Oh yeah. I was going to say, wait, rate, review, and subscribe, but you should give the intro. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to tell anyone not to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to do that, I am for that behavior. Guys, is this the way? This is a Star Wars podcast where we nerds playing every episode of the Star Wars, every TV series so far. Yeah, I think. So we do. Guys, we're covering part three of Kenobi, episode title part three, uh, directed by Deborah Chow. It starts off with Maverick. He's in, uh, he's in a, a hangar bay. <laughs> no, the 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 one sentence I believe on Disney Plus for this is Obi Wan searches for allies. Uh, because we we're missing titles, I thought I would just mention that at the top here. But uh, the Obi Wan searches for allies was was mentioned at the very top. So I thought you know that's we'll we'll have to do uh, we'll for yeah. For now. Absolutely. Guys, we will steal anything Disney Plus puts up totally. there. Yeah. In fact, I'm just going to the next episode. I'm just going to take all the audio of the Chippendale movie and just put it all on. <laughs> if you don't have Disney Plus, you can at least hear the oh. audio. Um, so we start off with, with Obi-Wan um, yes. looking at pictures of him and Goose in their younger days when they were jet fi fighters. Okay. No, no. no. Okay. So it actually starts off with a back shot of Obi-Wan and he's praying. He's on his knees. He's asking for his master. Is he there? You know, like, and so I was like, oh, cool. He's reaching out to, to Qui-Gon. And then we get a chewy noise. And I was like, that's not what Qui-Gon sounds like, right? Like, but then I had to stop. And I was like, I better check and see if Qui-Gon does sound like Chewbacca. Because maybe I just missed the similarities. But no, it's Chewbacca. And then there's, but he, but then there's like third sister, Reva's voice. And then yes. Yoda's voice. And then Reva's voice, like, then Qui-Gon's voice. Yes. Reva's voice. It's just all, all, he's just getting it from all ends, which has been theoried. I mean, the force is all about balance. And so he's not going to be able to reach Qui-Gon until he's able to find balance in himself. Yeah. And, but all these outside is, thoughts aren't going to get to him. You know, like they're getting to him. 
Yeah, nobody, nobody, uh, well, literally no one wants us to talk about uh, Rise of Skywalker. But again, like I had mentioned um, in our previous discussion, that this is uh, reinforcing this notion that Ray, until Ray had proper balance, wasn't able to hear the voices of, of Jedi as well. Yeah. So we're getting some strengthening in that sort of disconnection. And Obi-Wan, at least from what we've seen so far in the first two episodes, has been disconnected from the Force, like we said. He's unbalanced. Yeah. We've never seen him this unbalanced. We're watching yeah. a guy that we are used to seeing very balanced at all times. Yeah. Try to look for this. Um, and of course, there's Anakin's voice in it as well. Yes. And then when we get to Anakin's voice, instead of Rava's voice again, we get to him getting assembled. Yeah. Like a Centurion, uh, yeah. which is a toy from the 80s. It had a lot of dots in it. You could put all <laughs> kinds of things on. But anyway, like for this. There wasn't the like, Terminator noise, but in my mind, while I'm watching the limbs be uh, be oh, assembled, dun, dun, I hear If you do it too well, we can't use the episode anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it. Luckily, I have no timing, and so therefore, I've done it wrong. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, they're putting them together, and we see the Vader suit getting put on, which looks awesome. Yeah, it does. And at this point, I am like, you know what? I forgive you first two episodes, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you could make up with first two episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I put my Maverick toys away and I went, OK, Star Wars, what do we got again? <laughs> Aaron's back. And like, that's all it took was me getting the suit, Vader breathing. Yeah. Boom. Vader breathing. That's enough for me. And then we see a shot of lava. It leads yes. into uh a building of Mustafer because yeah. I thought we were getting a, a flashback, but no, we're going into current time. Yep. We're, we're on Mustafer, the planet that he got burnt on, but also where Vader lives. Yeah. And then we hear his voice. Yeah, we do. We do hear his voice, a very familiar voice. Yeah, we get James Earl Jones. We get a yeah. legend. Yeah. And I was like, because I was thinking about that. I was like, they've talked a lot about how how they got Christian back, you know? Yeah. Hayden they hadn't said in, in the suit, but they haven't talked about what's he going to sound like. And I've been wondering that the entire time is yeah. like, I was like, well, who's doing the voice? Although I will say Disney has several people that have voiced Darth Vader that are not James Earl Jones that have done a great job. Yeah. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, if you've ridden any of the Star Wars rides in Disneyland, those aren't James Earl Jones. So that's how well it was done is that you assume James Earl Jones did it in those rides. He did not. And but they got James Earl Jones for the TV show, which is important. Yes. And super cool. And every line Darth Vader has is perfect. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a spoiler for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. There's all I mean, spoiler for how you feel about the rest of the episode. I don't know that it is a spoiler of anything. It was, you know, absolute. Uh, and, you know, the 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 notion it was, here, every line was short and menacing. It was. Yes. awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's what I liked about it, too. And then um, he's talking to a hologram, a Reva, third sister, you know? Yes. And he's like, hey, if you prove yourself to me, you're going to become the Grand Inquisitor. Exactly. And if you don't, I'll kill you. You know, no big deal. Yeah. It's like, hey. <laughs> don't, don't worry. Right. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to work from home. Uh, you're going to be out there looking. Yeah. And uh, we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll keep doing these uh, hollow Zoom calls. Um, but just so you know. If you fail, I'm killing you. Yeah. And... Hey, we appreciate the work you're doing. But by the way, if you stop doing the work you're doing, we'll murder you. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? It's like every other Zoom I've been on. I'm like, that could have been an email, right? Yeah. But, you know, Again, we're a happy family, right? 
brother, sister, <laughs> Grand Inquisitor, Dad. Grand Inquisitor, Papa Vader. Uh, watch out. Yeah. And then we cut to, uh, you know, and she's like, oh, yeah, good deal. She doesn't even question like, hey, that, that's one sided. Well, and, and there's a little bit of a, a Vader offering uh, sort of a quid pro quo. Uh, you take care of my uh, finding Kenobi problem and I'll help you get what you search. Right. And so mm-hmm. at least we get a little bit more now moving in. Um, you know, this episode, when we square off this episode, we are officially as of today halfway through Kenobi, which, um, you know, given how you felt in the first two episodes, maybe you're like, oh, man, it'll be over quick. But I'm guessing that there's a little bit of sadness in halfway over now. Um, and so it's it's nice to get You'd a little teaser. We also get a little uh, hint that uh, Reva is blaming uh, the Grand Inquisitor's death on Kenobi uh, or rumored death, uh, his departure mm-hmm. from this episode um, we don't we'll, know we just know he yeah. was stabbed in the stomach yes which a human can't survive but an inquisitor maybe yes well yeah we'll get to that everything's a question mark in the star wars universe until proven later <laughs> and so then we get to the leia we see princess leia yes she's back she's talking to kenobi and she's like what does it feel like to have the force you know and he was like you ever turn the light on in a dark room feels like that and i was like well, he could turn the lights on in that dark room, you know, like, but whatever. <laughs> I no, but I really, I really liked that explanation of the force. Like I did. Too. I, I, I thought that there was a certain simplicity in it. Um, I, you know, I do also love that uh, in the end, uh, Leia gets to hear about gets to hear this from from uh, Obi-Wan and Luke also gets sort of his first connection to the force from Obi-Wan, uh, you know, a description yeah. tailored to kind of each of them. But I did really love that, you know, very you know, simplistic a lot of parallels now between that, like the introduction of it all. And also it just came out very Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, like the way he's just simple, but also wise. Well, and it has patient. an incredibly nice sort of of buddhist far you know buddhist far east or eastern wisdom flavor to how simple how simplistic it is and how it's related to a feeling that he is imagining that leia has had so i thought that was really cool he assumes the lights are paid for in alderaan but you know he's right Uh, and then he's like hey (laughs) yeah you never know (laughs) i've got your droid i fixed lola he doesn't say that he just hands her lola and she's like oh my god lola's fixed and so that was nice to be like oh look they're getting along now a lot of the questioning is kind of over and now it's more of like, oh, well, I got bigger life questions since you've done these other things. And now we get cut to a shot of a transport that they're on. Yes. It goes into a beautiful planet, Mapuza, which I believe this is the first time we've seen Mapuza. Uh, yeah, we get some, uh, I think we get some re- mentions of it in Star Wars Galaxies um, as a mining planet, which uh, we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, and then I, I think that it may or may not have appeared in in some of the different um, books, but I think this is our first live action. Um, yeah, this is our first so. appearance of. I know it's been referenced. I don't think yeah. they've ever actually gone to it in either of these things either. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Well, we'll I'll if um, I if I stumble upon an answer, we'll we'll. Do you we'll, happen to know what kind of ship that is? I do not know what kind of ship it is. I do not either, but Wikipedia would be our best bet. Um, but I, I do, I do believe at least what we're getting. Um, it's, it's. Oh, I guess I don't know if it's 
if it's actually one of the the Sith style uh, and Sith like scythe like uh, S C Y T H E, um, there was a transport class that was called that. I don't know if that's this class or not. Um, maybe it's one. Yeah, it definitely appeared like a transport class, but it didn't appear like anything specific that I'd seen. Yeah, before. it looks like a, it looks like the hammerhead, which we see the ham. We uh, we see a ha- a variation of the hammerhead in Rogue One that that they use to jam against the star destroyer mm-hmm. and then and then deflect it down into the gate. Um, and the hammerheads appeared in in. Um, Gosh, why am I blanking? They appeared in now reference. that we've negotiated this. I'm like, ah, oh, we're gonna get an email in three days. To- totally, I'm absolutely. Whole, I'm fine Guys, with if that. You want to call us stupid and then tell us? Yeah, I'm down. To- totally or, fine. But it's course, a, it's land. a heavy class transport. Okay, we we know that much. Or heavy class shuttle, freighter. Yeah, but when they get when they land, I was like immediately like R five droid, R five. Yep. I love yeah, right things. away. Right. Yeah. Oh, right away. And then there's a the functioning other, uh, R5 the loader droid, though. droid that we learned about the loader droid later. I didn't know what it was at first, but it talks yeah. about it a little bit later on in the episode. First appearance and, too for that, by the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because that was my thought. I was like, wait, what is this thing? And then it's like, as it becomes kind of a character throughout it, yeah. I was like, oh, great. Um, and so then uh, at this point, Ben and Leia are walking towards the field where they're supposed to meet with the people that Kamal said that they were going to meet with. Yes. Haja. Um, and he, they're going back and forth about the different views of politics, yes. you know, like, cause she definitely has one sort of aspect of it that she's learned from Alderaan. And now she's actually seeing it kind of really work out in real life. Yeah. Which is kind of fun and exciting to see the back and forth. And it's also interesting to see her level of intelligence and critical thinking in this as well. Cause she's not stubborn with thinking this and she's a stubborn headed person. These are new thoughts that she's taking in now. Yeah. And so she's less sort of in the sort of bossy, um, bossy, mm. troublesome child and more in the trying to get information and, and is way more in the listening aspect. And I really did kind of like the, well, one, this is, uh, I, I, I have to imagine that they shot this on location really, really close to where they shot the tragedy mm-hmm. for, um, for season one of Mandalorian. Um, we've got a lot of, it looks an awful lot like California and Arizona desert. Oh, it looks like Joshua tree. Yeah. There's Joshua trees. Yeah. You know, like I was looking at that too. I was like, that's Joshua tree with matte paintings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, uh, I feel pretty home. sure it's gotta be somewhere around Joshua tree or Palm Springs and stuff. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to an Imperial ship that is going towards the fortress inquisitors. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Fortress Inquisitorius on the moon of Nur, I believe, which is right around the corner from Vader, uh, who's working from home at Mustafar in his castle. And the ship is also shaped much like uh, the place on Mustafar where Darth Vader yep. lives. Vader's and it's castle. Also the same kind of ship that it was in the first episode. Yep. It was going over, but there was also the reference of the Sith is always of two for the balance. And so all of that all comes together, especially now once they land inside and Reva walks towards the office to go to it. The main chair in the office is also shaped like the building. Like an evil tuning fork is is one of the things that I I can't remember if Ryan Airy mentions it in Rogue One, but this notion or Alex from uh, Star Wars Explained, but the, the Vader structure, you know, is a nod to the rule of two, 
uh, as you mentioned, but it's almost like this sort of, of I like dark, the idea of it dark... being an evil tuning fork because the tuning fork does balance yeah. itself to find that note that it's looking for. Yep. Same for this, except evil. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark side, uh, dark side magic. <laughs> yeah, because third sister was like, I just talked to Vader. And then fifth brother was like, wait, 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 wait. You talked to him directly? Yeah. No, we're not going above each other's head. I'm next in line. You know, yep. and she's like, ah, we'll see about that. Um, so now we know that there's a little shake in them as to who's going to be taking the Grand Inquisitor role now yep. that it's assumed that that one is dead. And yeah. so they're like, oh, cool. You know, it's like when your boss leaves suddenly and you're like, who's going to get the promotion? Yeah. And the person was like, well, I'm the shift leader. You're like, oh, I've been here the longest. You know, like, so there's all all of that's going on now with the Inquisitors, we know. And then now are we cut back to Leia and Obi-Wan just in the field. Like, I thought you said they're supposed to be here. And like, I thought they were going to be here. And all of a sudden, all of that, hey, I'm going to listen to him, kind of goes out the window because he gives yeah. her some instruction like, hey, don't talk. We'll figure this out. And she immediately talks. Uh, they see a ship come, or not a ship, like a transport show up yep. being driven by a mole man. And she immediately, she's the first to talk. And she gives them this story. And he's like, okay, I'll just yes and this because at this point, I can't have any other choice. Yeah, there's you no know, way like, out. We right? can't give it away. <laughs> and uh, the mole man introduces himself as Freck, and yes. he's very friendly and nice, very likable immediately. Yeah, and the I'm immediately you... like, I like Freck. I would have yeah. an action figure of Freck. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, where I was like, man, I really hope he doesn't end up turning them over, uh, and he's uh, ends up being an evil guy. Spoiler, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that. Freck doesn't, uh, you know, uh, like like all of us, we just want a little order in the universe. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, but that's voice, what we get to. Voice by Zach Braff. Everybody, when they enter every... the transport, there's the imperial <laughs> yeah. flag on the back, which yeah. I was immediately like, oh no, you know, like, yeah, this isn't good. And and then you're like, oh, this is kind of like a pickup truck, you know. And then he's just like, oh, you know, just a good man, pay my taxes, like a little order, like a little imperial, like the yeah. empire. A simple like, man oh, trying to make my way in the universe and make some, you know, money hauling ore and various stormtroopers. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> there's stormtroopers. So they get in, they catch the ride. He's like, oh, wait, let me give these stormtroopers that are also on the side of the road. You know, the sa same fair shake I gave you. Yeah. Hey, stormtroopers, get on in. And um, the stormtroopers get in and they're just like, oh, hey, what are you doing out here? It's awfully far from all civilization and we're looking for a Jedi. And you're yeah. like, oh no, they're looking for a Jedi. Yeah, you I wouldn't know, like, know one also, if a, if you if you put him in front of me. <laughs> was, yeah, exactly. But I was also like, isn't Ben Kenobi a little too famous to not be recognized by the stormtroopers? But yeah. again, uh, judging by the way they shoot their guns, their eyesight's not so good. <laughs> eyesight zero twenty, my friend. They do not recognize <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi at all. <laughs> And for that, they um, they get in a little bit of an argument. Yeah. They give some fake names. Yep. Who loves fake names? I do. That's right. Luma and... Um, Orden. And Orden. Yep. And then he calls her Leia. Exactly. Oops. Yep. And they're like, hey, you didn't say her name was Leia. You know, like... <laughs> oh, Aaron's voice acting real. I hope you put that on it. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> explain yourself right and so then he goes ahead and starts to tell a story about her mom 
oh, she just looks so much like her mom. I call her by the mom's name. They got the whole fake story thing. And they kind of get out of it, which I'm shocked by. Yeah. They're like, oh, um, okay, you know, whatever. And then that so the most the most unbelievable thing here is uh that the trains aren't running on time in Mapuzo. Uh so the transport's late again, right? So, you know, how can if you really value order, as apparently Freck does, uh, how can you not have transports that run on time, right? I know you uh, think Freck would be like, hey, yeah, where's the order that I like that I pay my taxes for? <laughs> Let that guy know that they need to keep things on time so I don't have to keep pulling these people's weight. Now, I'll tell you as a nerd, what yeah. I did not like in this next part is that oh. they reference that one of the stormtroopers is number T-16. They yes. give his ID number, and then there's not a T-16 in the credits. It's Stormtrooper 123. Oh, is it? No way. And I was like, oh, come on. That's the whole point of Star Wars nerddom, is yeah. now we need a T-16 action figure. Well, <laughs> you know, like So T-16 uh, is the Skyhopper. Um, that's Skyhopper's designation, too. Like, Ooh. so... Yeah, so that's a little weird. Usually they don't overlap things like that, but and should should have been a TK number, right? Not a T. Uh, so was it? I wonder if it was TK sixteen. I was reading on closed caption. I wrote it down. Was okay. Like, oh, number. You know. Yeah. You go. Oh, like, geez. Got to look that up. Cross reference. Yeah. Exactly. Oh God. These, <laughs> Put that in my notes. These closed captions are so important for this kind of stuff. You know, like because also it wasn't super thing you can hear. Like I was real happy with that. Uh, and then of course she's like, hey. Did you know my real mom? You know, because Leia's all force sensitive. She's like, yeah. you know my mom. And he was like, uh, she's like, did you know my dad? He's like, Ugh. yeah, even more, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm the reason your dad's in a suit forever. You know, like I did like that she had a moment where she's like, maybe you are my real dad, like a you know, kind of a, a force sensitive uh imprint, like you, you know, like, like a force sensitive Mori Povich. It, no, no, well, that's kind of like that. <laughs> Reading the results, uh, <laughs> but no, like the more of the hatch from hatch from the egg and you imprint on whoever is your first uh first sure. person kind of a thing, but uh, but yeah, uh, it's 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 an interesting little exchange that they pack into a really short period of time i thought it was done but also really well mind, i'm like hey you guys should be shutting up you yes Freck because freck's gonna hear you you're like telling all these jedi stories like idiots yeah and they yeah that was exactly my thought i was like oh so freck's overheard this whole thing Dude, you know? as he keeps talking i was like guys hello yeah. mole man yeah. in the front they can hear you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh, yeah, when I was a Jedi and they took me away, I I, I think about how I may have had a brother. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I'm also like, don't forget to Google if he has a brother. Yeah, say his name. I want to yeah, look exactly. this up. Which, did you look it up? So there is a little bit of a mixed bag for this, but um, there was a version of the novelization, I believe, that Owen, one of the Timothy uh, Zahn books has. Yeah. Owen, Owen was Peru. the name. Yep. Owen was the name. And uh, Owen is not. Uh, Owen and Baru are actually Obi-Wan's oh, yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, that's now there's there's at least um, I can't remember who it was now. I watched a number of videos, but maybe it was Alex from Star Wars Explained pointed out that 
there was some way that they had made it seem like Obi-Wan's memory was messed up or unreliable. And maybe he remembered Owen and then it was like, you know, mixed, you know, kind uh, of just like it could be anything. But either way, I yeah. was like Lo- the lonely uh, old man problem. for the future. Yeah. Because totally. I did immediately like look up like who's his known family? You know, it's yeah. like and there's a bunch of uh conspiracy theories. Yeah, is that it's the com- best way to put it? It's complicated, it's like, I think is the nicest it's way to put it. <laughs> there's not for sure answers to that. Yeah. But it was also like, oh, but this is also foreshadowing of these things. And so that yeah. is now important. And then so Freck gets to a gate where there's uh other stormtroopers. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'll take care of this. We'll get through this. And I was like, Good old Freck, what a good guy. Yeah, goes don't worry. Goes, yeah, exactly. And he's just like, hey, um, they're telling Jedi stories back there. If you want to go check it out. <laughs> they forgot that the Uber driver speaks English, you know, yeah. like, saying way too much. And so the stormtroopers go back there and they're like, what are you doing here? And he gives a story and he's like, sure, get out of the vehicle. Yeah, heard this. before. And exactly. And so then a shootout happens. Yes, you know they institute uh, Protocol Twenty Three. Yeah, one gets cut in half. It's super cool. <laughs> and then I'm just like, that gate is not OSHA, you know, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like that no, is no. not the way that should be. <laughs> but this is also the empire where guardrails are optional, right? So, uh, you know, not a big problem. Yeah, exactly. He's like, but they're cutting people in half with their gates. Yes. Well, either way, he kills them. And he, uh, wait, I don't remember. Does he kill Freck? That's not in my notes. He must have killed. No, Freck. he, he, he just hits Freck. It's the, it's the old hit the guy on the back of the head with your blaster deal. Go. So Freck is, I is on my notes. Yeah. Because Freck yeah, is Freck's unconscious. So paired, yep. but not dead because he was friendly enough to have a real good yeah. voice actor. Yeah. And so Zach Braff, uh, by yeah. the way. And yeah. so Kenobi shoots the gate gates now disabled no one gonna get cut in half anymore and he's like cool let's make our way through and then a whole nother transport of yep. more stormtroopers show up and an imperial officer and he's like ah great and they're like put your head in the ground he puts his head in the ground and then the officer kills the stormtroopers day is saved you know and i'm just like oh man that's that's the best co-worker ever you know like yeah. I liked the mixed messages, right? Because uh, uh, he gets out of he gets out of Freck's transport and his head is down and they're like, hey, lift your head up. Uh, and yeah. then he does and uh, and, you know, shoots the probe droid. And then now he gets on the other side of the gate. And now it's like, get your head. Imperial probe droid, which we eventually saw in the yep. first shot of Empire Strikes Back. Yep. It's the same probe droids. They have the same kind of um, delivery. Same model. Uh, Probably not the same exact one. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They're not the. Yeah, I did think it was kind of funny that they only had three remaining probe droids because uh, they do say, you know, like send out the remaining probes and you're like, uh-huh. you know, like, come on, like, what's the budget here? Uh, you know, but uh, but yeah, so we get we get the probe droid. So we know that sort of the the APB on Obi-Wan is is out like the, uh-huh. you know, the. Oh, yeah. No, he was scanned in the face. Yep. And so now we know that everyone on the planet that is aware and looking for him is aware he's there and exactly yep. where he's at right now. Yep. And they and still uh, on that planet. And the, the cool thing is, uh, I think it was uh, New Rockstars. They actually translated the Arabesh on on one of the tables in the Fortress Inquisitorius and it said mm-hmm. Mapuzo. So they'd already kind of oh. known, like, and, and, it, and it's brilliant. It's, yeah, yeah. It's one of the, so one of the shots. Mapuzo, but now it's completely confirmed. Yep. 
so they were like at that point they were you know it was confirmation that they were looking at Mapuzo at that point um but yeah to complete the story like i like on one half of the gate you gotta get gotta lift your head up and on the other half of the gate you gotta keep your head down so that's really funny yeah <laughs> that is good <laughs> and then uh, the imperial officer's like hey clearly i'm a backstabber so come with me i got yeah. you don't we're mind me back there we're supposed to pick you up then where were you you know like yeah. and he's like oh great here we go which i also like princess leia and ben kenobi are arguing over do we trust people do we not trust people and they're both proven right yes both of them you just, so you're like oh great there's both points of view worked yeah. um but you also need both points of view to be alive at all in this you can't you couldn't be stubborn yeah. with those points of view that have to be flexible okay so then we cut to the inquisitors arguing over who gets credit because brother five was like hey i talked to vader and told him i did it yeah and she was like well he's gonna know it's me he's force sensitive but however there's you no, want to play no, the like, game, hiding go ahead this. and play the game. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, cool. They're still arguing. Perfect. <laughs> and so then the Imperial officer is like, all right, cool. I'm going to go find a good place for you. You hide right here. And then she's like, hey, I found this droid maintenance shack. Yes. Which I was like, awesome. Because then we see the loading droid and we're like, oh, cool. I'm going to learn more about this droid. Mm-hmm. And we do. This specific load uh, droid is named Ned 8. Or is and it Ned B? Droids... I think it's Ned B, isn't it? I'm sorry, okay. Ned B. I, okay. my, that's my handwriting being stupid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ned, so Ned B, he's, Ned a, B. he's a loader. He's a loader. Leia just talks to him straight up, and he, she's like, oh, those aren't really communicator droids. They don't communicate. They just load. Yeah. They're like roadies. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, well, what if he has something to say? You know, and you're like, ah, that's crazy. But we all know as people who have watched a million movies, that's just foreshadowing. Yes. It is where you're like, oh, they're not completely enabled to be communicated with at all. They're definitely catching some of this and they're catching the empathy. Yeah. Which is nice. Maybe that will come in play later. You know, like um, we see some uh, familiar droid parts around the room. Yeah, there's a protocol droid leg like C-3PO's leg. We see some battle droid parts. Um, I didn't see any gonk parts. So no, I, there wasn't. And uh, and GNK underscore droid uh, on Twitter uh, did not post anything either. So I don't think, uh, you know, that's my reliable gonk uh, resource nowadays. Yeah, uh, gonk to him yeah, yeah, or her. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or them. <laughs> or them. Yeah, either way. <laughs> Just gonk to gonk. To gonk yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they take him into this other back room, uh, much like the Underground Railroad or like yeah in the Mandalorian where they have those kind of back streets for just the Mandalorians. And yeah. the officer is like, Hey, my name is Tala and this is where we store Jedi's. And we've had a lot of them come through here very safely. And this is our back way that no one knows about. And by the way, if you'd like to sign your name on the wall, all the other people who have come through here also <laughs> yeah. have like it's a, apparently a green Jedi room. green room, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> Obi-Wan's like, Oh, Look, Quinlan was here, you know, like the way I do when I go to a green room and you're like, oh, I love Felipe Esparza, right? So, <laughs> except uh, Quinlan is somebody who's never shown up in live action. Actually, Quinlan has showed up in live action. So oh, uh, allow, allow me a brief, oh, yeah, allow me a brief nerd, uh, uh, nerding on top of our nerd explaining. So Quinlan, Quinlan Voss started uh, his journey somewhat in the same way that Boba Fett started his journey where he was a cool character in the background. And so there's a scene of him. Background uh, what? So in uh, Phantom uh, Phantom Menace. So he is from Cthulhu. 
Yeah, uh, Kafu, he's a Kafar, uh, um, is a species, and he just has this like yellow stripe across his face. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got like kind of, you know, the the sort of dreadlocks and and just a cool sort of a cool looking dude. And I believe he's in the background in maybe two scenes in Mos Eisley. And um, I think it's one of the one of the exchanges with Anakin and Sebulba. And then like and then one of the scenes where <clears throat> Qui-Gon and uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are walking or er, hmm. walking through. And so at the time, uh, at the time, people were like, who is this like character? And then like fans made a big deal out of it. Very much like the ice cream uh-huh. maker. And uh, the Lucas story team apparently was like, oh, we should like try to give this person a backstory. And it turns out that he is sort of the the finder of the Jedi underworld. So he does a lot of stuff in the, in the stories that he's been in have been so it in would make like sense that his name's in one of these tunnels. Yep. So he, he like goes down to level 1313, which is supposed to be the, you know, the true scum and, and villainy level within Coruscant. So Coruscant has levels. That's also supposed to be where the, the ill-fated Boba Fett game was supposed to be set. Uh, and then he appears in, he appears in, I think three or four, um, Clone Wars episodes. He's in the hunt for Zero. Uh, Zero, one of the being one of the top three worst characters of all time. Um, so I know you you love. Uh, <laughs> I love Zero. a bad character. Yeah, I love a bad character. Um, he's you know he's in the top three, and um, and what he's known for is a bit of what we see Ray do in Force Awakens, which is if you give him an object, he can tell you about who's come into contact with that object or who owned that object. Uh, so again, he's somebody that. Uh, teams up with Obi-Wan to try to track people down and um, and is able to sort of use objects as a way to sort of connect with whoever the owner is. So he's a character that a, a lot of, if you talk to somebody who is, you know, loves prequels and knows uh, things or has seen Phantom Menace like 17 times, they're probably going to know. Those. Yeah. They're probably going to know uh, Quinlan Voss. And then, um, the sixth season of, of Clone Wars got um, canceled in the middle of it before uh, before Disney actually bought uh, a Cartoon Network canceled it. And there was there was supposed to be an arc with Quinlan and uh, Asajj Ventress where they time or they yep where they would where they, where they would team up. Um, and that didn't end up happening, but it became the book Dark Disciple. So if if um, although Asajj Ventress is probably now the coolest character that hasn't shown up in live action size ventress is i would agree with that now well we haven't you know like we haven't seen a lot of quinlan boss again he's like in the background but the the one true but i also think ventress is cooler oh yeah i I agree too and the last thing i'll say is supposedly uh lucas learned something from killing boba fett uh and quinlan Voss was supposed to die in revenge of the sith and they ended up cutting that out uh, he was oh, supposed nice. to be on Kashyyyk and die. And so thanks to Lucas not filming that scene, we now have this sort of connection for us. That's super Obi-Wan. cool. Do you remember yeah. what the quote was that was his quote in the tunnel? Uh, only when our uh, only when our eyes are closed um, can we see the way. Um, I don't think he said the way at the end of the quote, because then Princess Leia was like, see what? Only when I'm our pretty- eyes are closed can we see. And then she goes, see uh, what? And he goes, the way. And I was like, is this the way? You know, because yes. like, I'm watching and I'm like plugging my show and stuff. And then I was like, he looked right at the camera and said, please rate, review, and subscribe to Andy and Aaron's podcast. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. This is like the best episode I've ever seen plug ups. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Again, they're making things. They're making things exactly for us. Yeah. And then like, we're sorry about the first two episodes, Aaron. And I'm like, you're welcome. And then he went back to the show. Right. And they're just like, so everyone who's poor sensitive is disappearing. And I'm like, well, are they disappearing? It's like, well, we don't see them again. You know, like, and they're hunting down kids and they're hunting down any known Jedis, which of course we know because that's what they're currently doing with Ben Kenobi, which is why they're in this tunnel. And then you start to see Leia start to ask her questions like, hey, can you teach me how to use a blaster like that? And all those other sort of fun things. And then Ben just kind of freezes. And I would yes. only compare this to once I've had too much ice cream and I now know I'm lactose intolerant and I just sort of stop. My <laughs> friends are like, are you all right? And you're like, I think I sense something. Uh, except he's sensing a presence that he hasn't felt in a while. Yes. In and a bad way. I was like, very, very bad way. Which I guess maybe yeah. is the, the lactose intolerance as well. <laughs> exactly. And I'm, and I'm reading the closed captioning and it's like, let I me mean, like, get the ladies out of here. Hey, everyone get out of the way. And I was like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden we see Darth Vader's in town. He's walking yes. right down the center being awesome. And yes. the pre-choking. I'm not saying that's awesome. I'm saying that it's awesome. He's here. And, yeah. and you know, so Obi-Wan's he's just like, menacing oh, no. though. Obi-Wan's like, he... like in pain with the fact that he's here. Yes. And then much like Vader does and like much like the Sith do and much like they've said in the first couple episodes to get a Jedi out, you got to torture some people because they can't stand watching people get tortured. And so Darth Vader chokes a person and that person's wife comes out and then he just kills that person. And then someone else shows up. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to force choke them and then drag them through the dirt. Yes. Ruthless. Oh, yeah. And then Kenobi's like, well, you guys go ahead. I'm definitely going to deal with this. He's calling me out and I'm going to stop this from happening. I'm not going to watch him just kill a village like we know he did with the sand people. Yes. Well, I think he also knows is if he goes through the tunnel and goes to the other side, Vader's going to end up basically just following along. And so so I think at this point, he's very aware that if he's still with Leia, there's going to be a much different problem. Yes. And so that proximity for, for them, um, they're linked now. And if he, mm-hmm. if he does anything, he's going to jeopardize Leia. So I think that's, that plays into it because we're seeing kind of in the, in, um, as you know, Riva or the third sister is, is sort of taunting Obi-Wan and he's sort of hiding and you can see him really gripping his lightsaber yeah. in, a, in a not confident way. Yeah. Um, and she wanted to help destroy the townspeople oh yeah Their, and fifth brother was like vader said stay out of it yeah don't you know? he must have actually lo- said it because she yeah. listened yep she's not the best listener no. and so he's like take take land alderon and the lady was like yep sure thing you know like she at first was like don't but then was like ah no no no, no. i could see in his eyes he's staying here and we're going and so uh ben just starts running out of town he just runs yeah. right out of town and so like the next shot is like him running and the city's already behind him. And I was like, oh, wait, what? And, uh, but then we get a shot of Vader's legs. He's already beat him out of town. Yeah. Darth Vader like, was like right hey. there face to face with them, which as far as I'm aware, isn't this the first that Obi-Wan has actually seen what Darth Vader looks like? Yeah, it is. Right. And there's that exchange, right? Uh, yeah. where that the disbelief, right? Look at what you've become because you know, one, uh, we we know well that from... that hasn't happened yet because I haven't said anything about the lightsabers. Oh, well, this is the first he gets to really see him, yeah, turn on the lightsaber. And I'm like, oh, oh, we got Vader and a lightsaber out. I'm, I know 
I know Obi-Wan's going to pull out his lightsaber, but he, he pulls it out, kind of can't get the blade out, so he runs off to the, to the side. And then they turn the corner, and they're there again. And then he pulls out his lightsaber and does say, look what you become, because I am what you made me, which yep. I believe is a, a different wording of a very similar quote that yes, it is. he said in A New Hope. Yeah. No, it's it's like this it's this variation on something that he said in their duel in Revenge of the Sith married with what one of the comments that was made in A New Hope. Um, but yeah, so like, so, you know, Obi-Wan doesn't even know he's alive. And then the, you know, and now imposing... he sees him in a suit. He's also yeah. very well from the sense that he's like, oh, Anakin's in that suit. Yes. And now he's well, seeing the suit and he's interacting with the suit and all of its power. And they start to do a lightsaber battle. Yeah. Awesome. I did not realize that was going to happen in this episode at all. I thought that was going to be something they hold back for episode six, but it's well, very important because Darth Vader is winning. He's just like, yeah, you're a weak old man. The years have made you weak. Not even that. Quote. He's winning in in a one-armed sort of style, right? So yeah. you know, we normally don't see the... So when they do the fighting variations, um, you see Dooku fight in Form 2 or uh, what I think is called Makashi. And that's like this dueling sort of fencing style. And Vader has some, some sort of mashup of that going on where he, he doesn't even have two hands on his saber. Yeah, it He's looks just, cocky. Yes. Like, it's like, I'm going to beat you, old man, with one arm tied behind my back. Yeah, uh, oh, and, it was kind of vicious. And like, you know, everyone's just... He's defending the shots, but you can see where he's still being pushed back by him. But he's manhandling him. Uh, yeah, and, exactly. And but it's definitely uh, it's more of a show of dominance than it is a slaughtering. Yeah. And so he's like sending his message like, oh, no, no, we're going to do this my way because I can force it to be much worse. Totally. And it's a toying with him kind of quality, which we see oh, yeah. much more in in what's to come. Yeah, exactly. And now we cut back to Leia talking to Tala and like, hey, you know what? Your job's done here. I'm going to keep going on my way. Uh, make sure that you br- make sure that Obi-Wan comes back. Her exact quote is bring him back. Yeah. Um, and Tala first like, no, you're a kid. And then, but it's also like this kid's so dominant. And I got to say the actors, the, all the complaints I did about the first uh, two episodes, yeah. I didn't have these complaints with this episode. She did show a dominance that was good and believable. And Tala went back, you know, and yeah. I was like, oh, cool. There we go. Like, I really actually like Leia's performance in this episode. So I feel like in that little bit there, uh, that was like the general general Organa is like born mm-hmm. uh, in, you know, here she is. She's able to deliver this and like in, in a way that someone else who's far older than her is like, yeah, OK, you got it, kid. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean. I, you know, I didn't have the objections that you had uh, last time. I could see some of the points you're making when we, when we broke down one and two, but, um, but yeah, I, I do feel like um, I'm not sure exactly what changed, um, but you know, you could tell there was a bit more of a gelling between her and then also her uh, Obi-Wan and Tala. Like there was a yeah. good, you know, a good bit of exchange, even if it's short from a screen time perspective. For sure. So then we cut to third sister running into the droid maintenance areas we're like oh no right bad news she's definitely got the scent yeah well and she can't listen right like that's the other thing too with media like i'm like oh okay she's been told not to to mess with anything right yeah but she finds her way into the tunnel yes 
not only does she find her way into the tunnel, she find her she finds her way into backstage at the <laughs> at CBGB's uh, mm-hmm. where everybody's carved various things in there. Oh, exactly. Now um, she's reading the name, so she's very aware. There's even a Jedi logo to make yeah. it to make sure everyone knows what's going on. Yeah, there no are doubt here. logos right there, and she's like Gabba Gabba. Hey. Yeah, I did like that because we get a little bit of a notion of her connection, which we, you know, clearly we're, we're going to find out more about. Um, yeah, she's aware of the history of all this, and she yeah. probably had some training. We haven't been told any of that. There are um, fan speculations. She's the Padawan at the beginning. Like, she's the Padawan at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine it not being that way, just yeah. storytelling wise. Uh, you know, normally I'm not the person that likes to do that, but it's also like, yeah. ah, it's pretty clear. Come on. Me. Yeah, she's... <laughs> She's yeah. been around, she knows. And so then we cut to Darth Vader and Kenobi looking at each other, and Darth Vader force chokes Obi-Wan straight into the air. Yes. And I was like, this is awesome. You know, like that's and uh and then Vader puts his lightsaber down to the ground. I don't know what well, it no, was no, he, he made catch fire. He, he takes he takes um he takes the mining, one of the mining shovels and then knocks it over. And yeah. it's mining ore. And I believe Ryan Airy had pointed out that it's vitrium, I think is what it's called. And vitrium oh. was one of the mining resources that was in the game Galax- um, Star Wars Galaxies. And oh, cool. in that game, it was very much along the lines of resource farming like you have in Minecraft and everything else. And there was a lot of mining. And so I think it was pretty interesting. I think the name of it is Vitrium, but it's it's a it's the name of one of the mining resources that you had in that game. And and so they you know bring that in and then clearly it's flammable uh, and it turns oh, it's into this super flammable. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. catches the whole field on fire. And then Darth Vader force chokes him into the fire and yes. holds him down to the fire. And I'm just like watching to be like, how much damage is he going to yeah. take? Yeah. I mean, he's just wearing but robes. And we yeah. know Jedi's are flammable too. You know, like yeah. we clearly that know that. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he's in the fire. He's screaming. Oh, there's all the agony. Tala, now we see she's up on the hill. She's got the higher ground, you yes. know, like, and so she's in Important. the Fennec Shan position. And the flames go out, and we see that Obi-Wan is now burnt in the arm area, at yep. least. Arm, His arm shoulder. Good damage. Yeah. And all of a sudden, stormtroopers are now surrounding Vader, and he's like, all right, bring him to me. And one of the stormtroopers walks towards Obi-Wan, and Talas just shoots him and kills him in front of everybody. And then they're like, oh, no, there's someone around. Yeah. I can't like, believe uh, it. There's a shooter. Sniper. Yeah, exactly. And so now she shoots some of the other resources around some more in this victorium, I guess, is what you're calling it. Yeah. Well, I think she I think she hits generator and then that reignites it again. Yeah. And it's even even exactly. more. At so that now point. there's a bigger fire and Darth Vader, much like I remember in A New Hope where he was like staring like he could have chased further, was like, nope, I'm going to do this another day. He realized yeah. at this point the chips have kind of turned and the moment. So he's like, no, I will get this guy later. And sort of stands down from this fire. See, I there was a brief moment when he stared into the fire. I thought he was just going to walk through the fire. Uh, I thought so too. I thought he was going to keep going, yeah, uh, Bruce Willis style. Yeah, Bruce Willis or Terminator. Uh, since I want to call back to my Terminator mm-hmm. deal at the beginning, but um, the the only thing that 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 got me a little bit was. Um, he did really seem to like give into that. Like the, the fire didn't seem like a large enough obstacle um, for, for him to, you know, 
to yeah i don't i mean i know that's gonna be the nerd argument yeah. is like he could have forced him up over the fire and back to him like there's it's, so it's many the, ways it could have but for whatever reason he chose not today yeah. i will fight this another day and it's not the boba fett jetpack problem uh you know when, no when there was boba actually fett... no problem it really feels like he could have dominated but for yep. whatever reason he decided not today yep and we also see ned eight uh walk in the background yeah and i was like oh they're not communicating droids here love yeah them now. Exactly. And he picks him up and they carry him off. Right. And then yeah. we get and that, she's you know, like, like get him hey. to Jabby, you know, and you're like, all right, I don't know what Jabby is yet, but let's get him to Jabby. <laughs> Jabine uh, is that that's where they were. That's where that's where the, one of the, the safe places, apparently, that they're stowing away, folks. It is, must have uh, a great um, like fire ward or whatever, you know, burn ward. <laughs> Well, she like right his arm and went like, "We got to get to Jabin." Yeah, we got to get to Jabin stat. And then, and then, and then we get to Leia. But Leia's face to face now with Reva. Now we both watch with with close captioning on. Yeah, and uh, we're not we haven't we haven't reached the nth level of the audio descriptions yet. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things I you know like you and I both will occasionally quip. Well, I knew it was this person because of the subtitles, like yeah. uh, in a case where we had Din uh, uh, in the Cthulhu or the Cthulian, um the Cthulian, um butcher. We knew mm-hmm. that the guy he was talking to was the guy he was looking for and, and closed captioning tipped our hand and we we're like, yeah, you know, that's what we that's get. That's true. But it was a cute voice. It almost well, felt a little bit like Zelda well, but, in the past or something. No, no, like, no. But, but Riva, it just said voice. Yeah. So we knew it was Reva from hearing it, but they didn't want to tip their hand in the closed captioning. I thought that was an interesting bit um, for that. Like, so they actually held back on the reveal um, Mm -hmm. when, you know, in some cases they haven't done that. So I thought that was an interesting bit bit that maybe they're learning from that. Maybe the the other pieces were kind of a gaffe. I bet you they are. That's so big of a reveal. Yeah, she hears the voice. She's talking to it. We reveal that it's Reva that she's talking to. And it's like, yep. oh, no, she's supposed to meet up with somebody here. There's supposed to be a pilot to take her. Yeah. Yep. And then the pilot's dead. Yeah, exactly. And then you get to see that the pilot had been killed by Reva. Yep. And now Leia's going away from her. And you're like, oh, wait. So I don't know. Because Leia also famously runs from people. Yes. We don't know if she's necessarily captured or not, if she's going to be captured or not. But we definitely know that's going to be the beginning of the next episode to tell us how all this works out. Um, I mean, we will know that Princess Leia is not dying now, yeah. so we know she's going to live through it, but also, like, it is interesting. I don't know how much Vader wants the child messed with or, yeah. or hurt in any way, so this could be a bad move for her. Yes. Or it could be the greatest move ever for her. We don't know yet. Well, we legit don't know, and the you know, interesting thing is how some of these things are now sort of twisting with or playing with um you know episodes four five and six um you know so we you know like there's um there's been some call outs where they talk about you know leia mentioning that she has memories of her mother in return of the jedi uh and so you know how much of that is her having a memory about someone telling her about her mother um we don't know know that yeah i know yeah so so some of those like bits and pieces here but um, I can't, I can't imagine that Leia ends up in front of Vader. So like, you know, like I'm, 
I'm, you know, we don't do a ton of speculation. She might. So she didn't might. seem like she was unaware or unknowing of him in the first of them in A New Hope when she's yeah. prisoner to bring right like Lord Vader. Like she's already aware to talk to him with confidence. None of this like, oh, what? Yeah. So I'm That's not true. sure if we're going to get a face to face with them. And I know that this show is really a lot about it was formed to point out the easter eggs and the yeah. easter eggs we did point out are kind of minor and they're kind of minor in this series there's not a lot really behind the curtain they're not showing us but what they are showing us is very very cool yeah well i mean there there are some easter eggs in there but they're the interesting thing them, is but yeah but it wasn't like they're, they're like, like the, the dimmer switch like oh yeah yeah easter eggs yeah these aren't huge easter eggs that you like where they're telling a whole story behind the scenes they're telling you the full yeah. story and it's more like oh that droid's from another thing you know like yeah, it was, there are names in the Jedi that are carved into the that are carved into there that are like references to like obscure Jedi who appear in like the Children of the Jedi that was like a no longer canon novel, right? And so there there are like things. Yeah, but in Mandalorian, there. yeah, the but Man- Easter eggs were like that patches for somebody who clones people, and then yes. it turns out two episodes later they're cloning. You know, yep. like for sensitive things that become droids and so you're like no wait a second look at this yeah. this is there was a lot more tip of the hat in that respect as far as i know unless those jedi show up later and then it's like oh cool wait a second yeah um, this is way it, more subtle right like the way more the, subtle the eye the eye in the kenobi logo is his saber like that you know like it's mm-hmm. it's like it's the storytelling i think is far more straight ahead and that's what i think what you're saying right and where mandalorian yeah, yeah which was kind of um what deterred me in the first couple episodes where you're like this is too straight ahead for star wars star wars storytelling okay. is much more complicated um although this episode was really giving me everything i want it felt like when i watched wrestlemania people are like oh, they just did a fan service you're like yeah but i wanted that fan service wrestlemania is the best <laughs> um so when i rate this episode yeah. Even though it is such straight ahead. I mean, I got to give it 10 out of 10. This gave me everything I was hoping for in the Kenobi series. And I did it all in one giant explosion and leaving me with a couple more episodes and a couple more things I really want. But it was, was if this was the only thing released, I'd be like, that was incredible. But if that was a movie that was only 40 minutes, I would have paid to see it. Awesome. That's yeah. quite the, that's quite the turnaround. It uh, is quite the turnaround. Well, I knew when I saw, vader in the back to tank at the end of the second episode you're like well this is what i've been waiting for the whole time give me the thing yeah and the beat around the bush and not much storytelling of it and to be fair if you only gave me this 40 minutes and we never got those first two episodes i would have connected the dots yeah and so you're like all right well there we go every everything (laughs) was exciting this was exciting the whole way through yeah no i love i love so much more to you know including needing more at the end where you're like, well, what's going to happen with Leia and Riva? When are yep. we going to see Kenobi and Darth Vader again? How are they both going to react to seeing each other? There's so much to digest in this. There's so much satisfaction and later digestion for more satisfaction. Love it. I couldn't, what more could I want from 40 minutes? I feel like the, I, well, I should have known that they would be at their lowest, you know, like the lowest, most desperate point at the end of this episode. Um, yeah. And they are, I think, well, we, we don't, well, we, we think they are. We think they are. Point shows up later. Yeah, we could. That's wise, true. That shows that that's the, what changes from the second to third act. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that would be the end of next episode. 
So I, I would give this like 10 or I would give this almost a 10 out of 10 as nine out of 10 for me. And the main thing was just that the logistics of the logistics of the fire thing and the stormtroopers not being able to get to him and stuff sure. yeah, for I get some, that. for some reason that like bugged me. Um, what I did love is the sort of menacing dark tone. And then they were very economical with anything vader said so everything he said was you know in essence quotable or something that i would like oh, yeah. say to my brother as it should be <laughs> you know like say you know like some line that i would say back uh to somebody and so i feel like that really helped um you know like one thing one one thing i've been saying to other people is uh maybe disney plus need or you know maybe they need to learn to not mess with legacy characters because you know, they're, they're sort of bending what we normally expect from them. And I feel yes. like Vader's handling in this was 100% spot on. They definitely did it with uh, with care. Yeah. And it definitely, it was interesting because when Vader first showed up and started talking, it was almost like, are they allowed to do this? Yeah. You know, like it felt like a little, but then all, but it was done so well that you're like, this feels like this Vader stuff already existed. Yeah. Like it 100%, was, 100%. It was really great. <laughs> Um, yeah. It was it was as good as Top Gun, you know. Like it was. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've come full circle. <laughs> clearly, clearly, we, we've reached the end. <laughs> we've reached the end. <laughs> so, Andy, is this the way? Only when your eyes are closed. <laughs> <laughs>